Saudi Cup and welcome to another episode for the Funkit Pod. It's Monday and you know what it means. The MMA Monday, the original MMA Monday back in your life. And what a crazy week slash weekend it has been for all things MMA, of course. And as always, this is not a review show for reviews. You check out Morning Combat. Um, you check out... Well, that's it, actually. I think Morning Combat is enough. Maybe you listen to Ariel Helvani. Uh, but, I mean, come on. If you eat your steak well done, you don't deserve any audience, actually. Um, so Morning Combat, because I think those guys eat their steaks medium rare, probably. No, I think B BC probably eats it... BC eats a steak like medium well. Luke eats, Luke eats it like rare. <laughs> Or he eats a steak like in a tortilla or in a, in a burrito, sorry. Um, grounded beef. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about all things, all things MMA. And again, not a review, at least not for UFC. Um, when it comes to one championship, yes, review because... A, there's not that much content out there. Um, B, I've been exposed to one forever. I've been following them since they started, basically, since when it still was one FC. Now it's not one FC anymore, by the way. So it's one championship for the past five years or so already. <laughs> um, so that's, that will be a review. But let's start with the UFC first, because, of course, what a card. And, oh, my God, it did not deliver. Like, yes, it delivered, but it did not. What do I, what do I mean by that, right? So... I personally was incredibly hyped for that card and I was pretty gutted that, that the start time meant I wouldn't be able to watch it because, well, I do need some sleep. So the, the, the main card started at 1.30 a.m. here in, in Thailand. So I was like, yeah, no, um, I can't watch that. Uh, so then I was like, okay, if I wake up, I'm going to watch it right away. And I did. And the fights were okay, but not... Wow, you know what I mean? Yes, you do. I'm not sure what it was. If it's, if it's the maybe even like the fights themselves, the the fact that I didn't watch it live, maybe. Uh, so maybe that, that that plays a huge role in that. Who could be? Um, usually, I'm hyped to also watch like record fights. Maybe because I obviously knew who won before I watched the fights. Maybe that. Um, But also, again, some of the fights just didn't pan out the way I, wa I wanted them to pan out. And that's one takeaway already. I think I, I picked most of the fights correctly, of course. From the main ones, uh, I picked the main event wrong. And just because I picked with my heart and not with my mind, obviously, right? Um, but again, we're not here to, to recap or review things. We are here to talk about like what happened after how did the media portray it what did the media do how did the ufc use the media and so on so from a media point of view of course the ufc when they put on the event when they if they want to right when they want to they're great they're like the next to wwe probably the promotion organization with the best video packages editing the best live event like I know how, how to call it, like the setup, organization, structure, the way they, they plan everything, the way they introduce the fighters. Like Bruce Buffer still gives me chills uh, years after years. It's still like, oh my God, look at this Bruce Buffer. It's like, hit a red corner. It's fantastic. And the camera pans in on Bruce Buffer, goes over to the fighter. Bruce Buffer then fist bumps the fighter. The curse. Um, it's fantastic. So... Nobody comes close. One Championship is trying very hard. They also have great production quality. 
not even close, not even close to what the UFC is doing when they really want to do it, when they're really all in. In those fight nights, like last week, they're not all in. <laughs> they're like, eh, no one cares. And if the UFC doesn't care, we don't care, right? But in this case, they cared. So awesome. The hype videos, the trailers, the embedded was great. Uh, with the exception of DJ, Dill DJ Dillashaw not being in it, but now you know why. I say that was all good. Um, then the events, right? So I'm not going to go through all the fights, obviously. Um, one fight that's going to have huge implications was obviously uh, Belal Muhammad versus um, Sean Brady. Sean Brady not undefeated anymore. Didn't look great. Maybe Belal looked good. I don't even want to admit it. <laughs> Oh God! And the implications: A, of course, Bilal moves up in the rankings, obviously, uh, but B, media-wise, oh, he's not gonna shut up now, is he? Oh God, he's already so cringe. He's gonna be more cringe. Oh my God! I mean, all the props in the world to him, like, like, like Izzy said it on 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 his like re reaction video. He said like he's got such a weird body type and such a weird posture and stance and everything maybe that's why I, I don't really like to see him fight because it looks just so weird but obviously game planning is definitely his one of his strengths and then just sticking to it and doing the, doing it so congratulations first first career stop stop it Schumann <laughs> um but he's, I mean, because he's everywhere already, right? With the, the remember the name, remember the show, like his his his, his um, podcast and all. He's everywhere, so he's he's gonna be unbearable now with the memes and oh my god, <laughs> good for him though. Like I always say, fighters should use media more. He does it, so great job. It's just that it doesn't resonate with me, but great job. And you're gonna see him everywhere all the time talking smack now but probably talking smack about leon edwards and that he wants a title shot next probably i guess uh so that's great for him so do your thing bully b do you do your thing um what else first fight on the main card was un unfortunately not great <laughs> so let's not talk about it um what else did, did we have? Oh yeah, let's let's, let's talk about the elephants. In, the elephants in the room, right? Elephant in the room. Uh, Jan O'Malley. Basically, every fighter in the world, according to Instagram or to Twitter, seemed to have scored it for Jan. The judges gave it to O'Malley. I agree, it's not a robbery. It could have gone easy. I mean, I I thought Jan had it too. I actually thought Jan had it two-one easy, maybe even three-zero, depending on like um, how much you count certain offensive moves or not. Um, Surprised that O'Malley won, but it's not a robbery. Like you, I mean, you can see how someone gets weight or something. Um, Media-wise, I found it interesting. That was really interesting. Because uh, Sean O'Malley didn't seem to have thought that he won, I think. Or he couldn't process it. What that was very interesting to me from a psychological standpoint. He probably also thought that he lost, I guess. And now he's like... In the interview, right, he's trying to process like what just happened, and then also still in in the in the post fight press conference, he was clearly not really there. Like uh, um, oh, another takeaway, also like we've seen it a few times. Sean O'Malley is not great with the mic off the cuff. He's great like in podcast interviews when he has like prepared talking points and so on. Like this off the cuff interviews and stuff, he doesn't seem to be that great. Which is very interesting, I think. Very interesting to see. But, I mean, now he's a superstar, obviously. And you have to give him a title shot next. I mean, Dan Hardy, I think, said he wouldn't want him to do it. I think it was Dan Hardy. I hope I'm not misquoting. 
but he's the number one. He, he beat the number one contender, so I think there's he has to go for the title shot next. And he might just. I mean, Jan took him down, and yeah, control time doesn't mean much. Blah blah. Uh, if Sterling takes him down, then it's like backpack and a wrap. <laughs> God. <laughs> If you know, you know. So uh, Peter Jan, of course. Um, I mean, I, I kind of like Peter Jan because a he's that's like lots of Muay Thai. Um, he trains here in Thailand a lot, so I do have a soft spot for Peter Jan, um, Pure Jan. Um, media wise, I mean, his management posts some offensive tweets once in a while or calls out people. So I think he's gonna bounce back in no time. And I think media wise, they're gonna just call. They, I think they're gonna say a it was a fluke. Um, that he won actually, that the scorecards, that all the media the media scorecards were like f in favor of Jan. They're gonna angle for a rematch, they're not, not gonna get it though, of course. Um, but then he's just gonna get the next guy in line, probably a Cheeto Vera, I guess. Why don't, I just made up while I'm talking right now. He gets a Cheeto Vera because now, I'm sorry Cheeto, but Sean O'Malley is number one now, <laughs> number one contender. Um, then, co main event, of course. Yeah, same thing that, that goes for, for Bilal, same thing goes for, for Alger now, of course. He's going to be unbearable. Like, I mean, his, his post-fight speech with the rap, like, bah, 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 human backpack, bah, bah, that's a rap. Like, oh my God, that's going to be in his, in his music video, right? He's going to show, oh God. <laughs> um, all the props in the world to TJ Dillashaw, obviously, but also all the questions in the world to like, why? Like, you know, Luke Thomas said it very, very well. And I don't always agree with Luke Thomas, but very well. He's like, why in the world would you A, go out there? Why in the world would his team let him go out there? Like, what do you expect would happen? Ultimate Sterling is known for his takedowns and for wrestling. And you can't use your left arm slash shoulder. Like, what are you? Why? Why? Um, so, yeah, now media-wise, Alge is going to like keep popping up area. He's the champ, of course, and he's going to put out his music video and his, do all those things so he's going to be unbearable just like just like Belal but also well deserved do your thing man like I said he fighters need to do their thing he does his thing his analysis usually actually quite good if he's like not as cringe um, it's usually great so do your thing man maybe even Sehudo yeah call out call out Sehudo do it yeah I, I don't want to see Sean O'Malley right now do the Cejudo thing. That's going to be like a the cringe press conference. Oh my God, the cringe trash talk back and forth. going to be amazing. Uh, like cringe, it's like a car wreck. You can't look away. So I'm going to look, for, I'm looking forward to this because Cejudo also great at utilizing social media, mainstream media, all those things. Fantastic. Do it. Yeah, I'm all for it. I, I, I don't want to see it, but I want to see it. I want to both see both guys uh, lose, get knocked out. <laughs> so great. It's going to be a win-win anyway. So let's, let's do this. Okay, yeah. And the media is going to be fun. And the UFC is going to sell the sh out of that, I think. Like, triple C back and, and so on. Yeah, let's do it. If Dana doesn't hate him too much. TJ Dillashaw, media-wise, I think he's going to disappear now. I mean, he could he could be like, like I had I had a blown-out shoulder, I wasn't there, and, and, and you've, you're, try you're acting like you really beat me, but you didn't beat me, my shoulder beat me. Uh, if I had my shoulder, I would have whopped your ass. But it seems to be like a really serious thing. Uh, so Luke Thomas again he said it might take like a year until Dillashaw might be able to come back so I think it's going to disappear maybe and maybe he should transition into like a media role or something 
because he's smart clearly he he can talk he can analyze things so maybe the only thing with a pd background now i'm not sure if, if the media wants to give him um, a platform if not tj dillashaw come here i'll give you a platform i still like it i still i like bang muay thai so let's do it tj let's do it um main event yeah that was just sad <laughs> Charles, why did you get subbed? Like, I, I still think that Charles Oliveira didn't take Makachev's jiu-jitsu seriously. He's like, well, if I'm on, if I'm on the ground, I'm going to just wiggle out, no problem, because I got this. I'm the best jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu player in the division. And then Makachev hits the sub, and he's like, oh, shit, no, I'm stuck here. No, damn it. I, th- I, I really think he underestimated Makachev's uh, jiu-jitsu, I think, and maybe even the striking. But again, not reviewing this. Um, media-wise... DC is gonna be unbearable. Like I told you, Islam is the best in the world. Blah, 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 blah. Oh God, Khabib already is terrible in the media. Like it's so annoying. Like, where's the humbleness? Where's like I told you, be the best. Humble, hey, father's plan, being hum, being winning, but be humble, bitch. Seriously, it's a bit annoying. Like I mean, I appreciate him. I appreciate Makachev. Like it's a great performance, but guys. Be humble like seriously where, where is that where that was why i like khabib in the beginning because he's like i'm the best but then he proved it and there was no bs trash talk all the time and now he does all the talking all the time yeah annoying move on and the ufc gonna sell the f out of this now with like khabib, khabib successor blah blah wait for all those high packages videos um, Makachev speaks English quite well, so good on him. So he makes jokes and stuff, so fantastic. So um, he's going to keep utilizing the media in that way. They're going to keep utilizing him uh, as long as he's at AK, anyways. Uh, they're going to do all the stuff for him. Yeah, good job. Um, Charles should be back. He's going to have to fight the tough opponent now to get back into the title picture. Probably Darius, I guess. Um, yeah, I think Charles, again, like, like with many champs, he focused too much on like being cool maybe underestimated him, maybe did too much media and wasn't as focused. Um, not to take away from Islam's success, of course, but just thinking maybe now this loss gets him back being focused and like just stop talking and just be the former champ now. Let, let, let's go, Charles. Um, Media-wise, I don't think he does much. Um, if he's on the card for Rio, then of course the UFC is going to prep like a super package and then they're going to send him everywhere in, in, in Brazil. Um but we have to wait and see if he's going to be on that card. The call out then, Makachev, Volkanovski. Like, Volkanovski is just not a good trash talker. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's a fantastic fighter and I'm not a big fan per se. I'm always rooting against him. <laughs> but he always convinces, right? He's always great. So, But he's just not a good trash talker. And I think he's learning slowly. Also, his videos are getting better. His YouTube stuff is getting better thanks to maybe Andrew Schultz and, and to, to Izzy. But overall, it's just not the greatest talker and that call out thingy was still cringe yeah. so I'm not looking forward if he's the main event I'm just not looking forward to the presser like he's a great fighter but I'm not looking forward to the build up I want to see someone who can talk and who can sell the stuff like in the main event unfortunately um, sorry Volko um, yeah that, that that's my takeaway for UFC 280 uh, again great event didn't get me as excited as I thought but maybe because Charles got subbed. Okay, but that's it. Okay, um, we'll analyze more, of course, as always, once we're coming closer to the next event, like who's being like pushed, who uses media well. Um, will Izzy 
be the go-to guy probably. Is his, is his team really puts together really great videos these days? They, they just released another video of like the four New Zealanders going to New York, like NZ meets NY, uh, which is great. It's like, yeah, who's it? Like Carlos Olberg, like some highlights, great. Uh, is he, of course, at the end, great champ, even though he didn't deliver in a while, but still the champ. <laughs> but then also Dan Hooker and, like, and Brad Riddell, who don't have a great record right now, unfortunately. And they're like talking trash or like Hooker talks trash. Like, yeah, if you want it, you can get it against a guy that no one knows. And Brad Riddell, I mean, I hope Brad does well. He also trains in Thailand quite often, right? So I, I hope he, he does well. But the recent recent results, eh, eh, but great video though. Great video. Okay, let's go to the recap section of this, uh, this week's MA Monday. So if you're only coming for the UFC, that's it. If you want to hear a recap of one championship, and I only focus on one championship on Prime 3, not a one championship, championship 160, 162 or whatever that was, uh, the, the day before, because eh, that's too much one. Um, one on Prime, the one that you might have watched, uh, main event, let's just go quickly through it. I have it here. John Lineker versus Fabricio Andrade. Fabricio Andrade lit him up. I told you before, I told you on this podcast before, I said, Fabricio Andrade takes it. He's going to take him out. He's going to light him up. Superboy, Wonderboy, whatever his nickname is, he's going to take it. And he brought it to Lineker, and then it's a no contest because of an accidental knee to the groin. So, one championship. <laughs> A, uh, so I'm not sure if he hit the groin. I watched it uh, many a times. I still think it hit the stomach. It was a legal knee. I still think that. If not, I mean, I, I do I'm, I do Muay Thai too, so sometimes it, it looks like it hits the, the, the stomach, but then the, the, the top of the knee or something grazes your groin. Okay, great. Happens. But the way Lineker then acted and like, the cup is broken, you can hear it shatter. Like, what? <laughs> Have you have you ever used a cup? <laughs> a cup doesn't shatter from a knee. I'm sorry, that's why the cup is for. What kind of cup is Lineker wearing? Like uh, made of eggshells? Like come on, I don't believe it for a second. That was that was that was the easy way out, unfortunately, because he got he got beat up bad. So um, that was very disappointing. Um, Komain. Uh, lightweight Muay Thai World Championship, Ration Ursel versus Sinsamut Klinmi. I told you Ursel's gonna win, he won, but that was a great fight. That was a fantastic fight. Sinsamut really showed up here. Like I told you, he's the, ne he's the next Thai superstar. It was a third fight in one championship only, I believe. He showed up and it was a split decision and I like, can see why. Like it was really close. They were trading shots like, you kick me, I kick you. It was like, there was no blocking. It was just like, I'm gonna kick and punch you harder than you kick or punch me. Awesome back and forth, like huge props to both of them, Rage and Ursel and Sinsamut. Rage and Ursel still the champ, but oh god, since like stock rose for both guys, wouldn't mind a rematch anytime soon. It was fantastic, it was really, really good. Sinsamut, like, really shut up because, yeah, he knocked out his past two opponents in one, but I mean, it wasn't really a like they just moved in and he just like left hook, I think, and then just knocked him out. And uh, so this was now a real fight, and you're like, okay, he's he's really all that. He's not just hype, he's all that. So huge props to to Sinsamut Clean Made. That was that was pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Um Coco main event. <laughs> Third out from the top, we had Kate Rotolo versus Walai Wali. Sorry. 
Kurschef, um, of course, Kate, of course, I'm sorry, no, no disrespect, but I mean, ADCC champ, right? Youngest ever. Kate Rotolo, of course, wins via submission. It was pretty slick, like also how he pushed himself in, in between, like off the cage and stuff like this. Uh, awesome, like Kate Rotolo. You're the reason I'm gonna start watching grappling stuff, man. Like both brothers, of course. Like it's really fun. It's way more fun than watching, like, I'm sorry. Shinya Yoki grappling because he's just like this old school thingy which just like flops in the middle uh, and just waits for someone to do something Kate Rotolo and Ty his brother right they're really innovative it's really fun to see like how they utilize the whole space um, that's pretty cool I, I really like that that was really fun um, another fight that I really liked uh, lead card was the main event of the lead card Jeremy Miado versus Daniel Williams I told you before it's going to be a banger it was a banger but oh my god Jeremy Miado put it on Daniel Williams I thought Daniel Williams was going to go in and just like be Daniel Williams but Jeremy Miado stopped Daniel Mini T Williams referee stoppage TKO um, he just got dropped too often too many times and yeah respect not even Rod Tank did that so congratulations congratulations jeremy miado that was pretty pretty impressive so, like looking forward to seeing what he does next the last fight i'm going to mention is um asa tenpao versus medi satut medi satut the the old school muay thai legend here um he's been uh, fighting and training in thailand forever uh, like I said in the in the preview, I'm like I, I when I started Muay Thai, Media Statute was already kind of a name. You knew knew who he is. He was fighting in under the, the circuit, and he retired with a win, going out on top. Well, congratulations, Media Statute. Well, well done. It was fantastic. Great career. Pretty inspiring fights. Always like always fighting till till the end. Uh, so congratulations. Great career. Uh, well done. It was really nice watching you fight, man. It was really cool. Thanks to Metisa too. That was, that was great. All right, that's that's enough of like just the reviews and everything. Um, well, I have to mention one thing, but I didn't watch it, to be honest. The after main event fights, Agilantani beat Ilya Stoyanov, who's supposed to be from Germany, so that's why I mentioned it. <laughs> Ilya, what happened? Dude, come on. Um, but yeah, that was that was one championship, so... I did like those. I did like the fights most of the time. I didn't like the Lineker way out because Andrade was just really putting it on him. Um, but it was still a good fight, and they have to run it back. And then, then I think Andrade just no mercy and just just take him out. Um, <laughs> make it sound so easy, but I mean he he had it and he was really mad afterwards. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Um, but I think the next one on Prime is four. It's in. 25 days or so, so three, three and a half weeks. We'll break it all down. And of course, once it's coming closer again, you can trust us here, us, myself here, um, to keep you informed. Let me know what you thought. How did you like One on Prime? I saw lots of positive uh, reactions on social media. I'm not sure if it's like the algorithm that shows it to me or if you, if you had something to criticize, let me know. Because usually, I, you know, I'm not always that complimentary of One, but those Prime events, they are probably pride pretty quite good so far let me know what do you think what did you think of ufc 280 and how they like the call outs the media use like in terms of like the memes afterwards and so on let me know what you think as always stay safe take care subscribe to this thing rate it wherever you listen to it so we grow an audience and keep your guard up sorry cap oh, no.